today on The Savvy Marketer. Yeah, definitely in the last two years, it's become more common. Mm -hmm. Um, People are hearing more and more about account-based marketing, but um, I'm coming to find that it's more driven by salespeople, that salespeople tend to know what account-based marketing is more so than on the marketing side. Your salespeople, they know exactly who they want to reach. And so to target real people, just go to the sales team and say, who are you trying to get to? And then go research that data and create a prospect list based on those those customers, based on company size. Do you have a contact there? Um, So you can really drill down to say, these are the people that we want to get to, the companies and potentially the people within them. You're suggesting that we would literally build a list of the the businesses, the accounts that we want to go after and the people that we're trying to get in front of. Yep, absolutely. Um, That's work that your sales team is probably already doing. Today on The Savvy Marketer, if your business and your marketing is based on generating leads for a sales team, today's episode is for you. We're going to talk about account-based marketing and how it can absolutely transform your marketing strategy. But first, a marketing moment. I think most marketers put too much emphasis on reaching large numbers of people. Put my brand on the biggest stage where I can talk to the most people, they might say. But I see four problems with this approach. Number one, that big audience isn't listening. Most of them aren't the right people, and so they've tuned you out. Number two, the right people who were in the room probably missed it because your message only got delivered once. Number three, that one-time shot was expensive because you had to pay to reach a lot of people who aren't your ideal customers. Number four, the inquiries that you did receive from the people in the room who were listening, many of those inquiries and leads that you receive are not good quality leads. So now you're wasting time following up with people who aren't going to be buying anytime soon. Account-based marketing flips that strategy upside down. You start with a list of qualified prospects, your dream clients, a group of people who you would absolutely love to do business with. It's a much smaller audience, so you're able to concentrate your budget. You're able to have multiple touches and stay in front of the right people. So here's the deal. The key is not to reach more people with your marketing. It's to reach the right people more often. And that is your marketing moment. And today's marketing moment set the table for our conversation. We're going to be talking about account-based marketing. Our guest is a fellow leader here at Spire, Carrie Goff. She's the Director of Business Development. Carrie has transformed the way sales and marketing work together at Spire. And as a result, we've been growing faster and smarter over the past two years than we did for 10 years prior to that. Carrie, welcome to The Savvy Marketer. Thank you. It's it's nice to be on this side of the table. Uh, Tell folks about your leadership role at Spire. Um, Here at Spire, as Jeremy said, I'm the Director of Business Development, and I mean, really my role is working on both our sales and marketing team. Um, I work directly with our sales team and going out and talking with businesses about the struggles that they have um, in their sales and marketing, and then I also oversee the marketing we do for ourselves. We like to practice what we preach, and so we actually do uh, the marketing for ourselves like we do for customers. Good. So both sales and marketing. What did you do before Spire? What led you here? 
Um, I've always been in sales and marketing. I've kind of taken a windy road. Um, I started out in sports marketing, um, working on an entertainment tour and for winter sports with Olympics. Um, and then I kind of moved into some higher education marketing. And then I worked with businesses across the board with brand and everything from nonprofits to large enterprise companies. And then here I landed here at Spire. I will say that I am notoriously obsessive about Spire's marketing. And I think that it's a compliment to you that you're the first person that I would take my hands off the wheel uh, to lead the things that we're doing with marketing. And, and I should have done it a lot sooner because it's, it's working. It's working a lot more effectively than the, the things that we did before. So um, I think one of the things that's really interesting, and it's the topic I'd really like to dig into today, is account-based marketing. Your, your uh, strategy is rooted in account-based marketing. And so I want to unpack that with you. Um, but before we get into that, actually, can you t tell me a little bit about uh, your background? What do you do when you're not at work? Um, I love to be outdoors. I have two boys, and um, my husband and I, we spend a lot of times, we're very sports-oriented, and so we spend a lot of time in the backyard throwing balls, walking, hiking, all of those type of things. Yeah, and your kids are just old enough, you're starting to see you've got some athletes in the family, I think. Absolutely. I got here faster than I thought with dirty socks and nights at ball fields. Yeah, very good. So, um, good. Let's talk about this account-based marketing thing. What is account-based marketing? Account-based marketing really is a notion instead of marketing to try to find the masses of the people that you want to work with that might be the good fits, um, is actually finding those true accounts that you want to work with. I mean, every company has what they consider a dream client. Everyone knows who they are, those prospects. And so instead of marketing to people like these, you're marketing directly to these accounts that you want to work with, which is kind of where the account-based marketing came from. It probably wasn't even 18 months ago that... Um, we were putting together a seminar mm -hmm. that you and I were going to co-lead. And the idea was, let's talk about how sales and marketing can work together more effectively. And we're like halfway through the prep for this thing, pretty excited about the content. And I'm like, Carrie, you keep using this phrase account-based marketing. Did you make that up? And you're like, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know. I mean, as the leader of a marketing agency is, I that I should be admitting this, but this phrase was new to me. This was a thing that it wasn't on my radar. Um, it, has, is that something that you've seen with others as well? Yeah, definitely in the last two years, it's become more common. Mm -hmm. um, people are hearing more and more about account-based marketing, but um, I'm coming to find that it's more driven by salespeople, that salespeople tend to know what account-based marketing is more so than on the marketing side. And I think a lot of it has to do with salespeople are always saying, I want to get to these people. Um, and so I think they're doing more of the research. They're the ones doing more asking of the questions. Um, but yeah, it's marketers, I think, know what the what it is, but the implementation of it without the sales side is really the, the question mark right now. The irony is, is that it was probably account-based marketing was working at Spire before I understood the terminology <laughs> for it. Yes. Good. So can you unpack for folks, what are uh, some key things that make account-based marketing work? Yeah. Um, I think there's three key things. Uh, the first one is that you're targeting real people. Um, and so you're taking your actual prospect list, as we said, those real accounts that you want to work with, and those are where you're putting all your efforts. You're targeting those specific people. 
Um, the second thing is you want to make sure that you're aligning what sales and marketing are saying in your messaging. Um, so you're making sure that when salespeople are reaching out or the marketing messages, they're saying the same thing and that you're communicating. Um, salespeople have some really good knowledge about the pains those companies are facing. Um, and then the third thing is, is tracking. Um, it's really important that you put tracking in place to know is what you're doing working? Are these accounts actually engaging with you? And, and where should you be putting your time and resources? So let's let's unpack these. Uh, first of all, you said we, we want to be targeting real people. How does that even, how does that work? Well, um, your salespeople, they know exactly who they want to reach. Um, and so to target real people, just go to the sales team and say, who are you trying to get to? What are the, the key characteristics of the avatars? Um, who of your clients do you want to clone? And then go research that data and create a prospect list based on those, those customers, based on company size. Do you have a contact there? Um, so you can really drill down to say, these are the people that we want to get to, the companies and potentially the people within them. Good. Okay. So to make sure I'm understanding this, um, you mentioned avatars mm -hmm. and traditionally in marketing, we'll build an, an avatar that says, here's this like fictional description of who our ideal customer is and this yeah. are their needs and their typical age and their typical profile. And that's a good activity for marketing to do, but, but you're suggesting that rather than um, just defining this fictional avatar, that we would literally build a list of the the businesses, if, if it in a B2B setting, the accounts that we want to go after yep. and the people that we're trying to get in front of. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at it, you know the organization and you can then take that avatar and say, who within this organization does that fit? Um, that's work that your sales team is probably already doing. They're already using all the different aspects they can to try to find the right person to reach, whoever that decision maker is that fits that avatar. Yeah. Um, but now you're using the avatar that marketing has created and you're using your sales team's knowledge of that exact person within that company that they're trying to research and then putting both efforts towards that exact person. Good. And the, the second thing that you said was something about the sales and the marketing team that, that they're working together. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So really it's uh, marketing. Their job is to try to reach the right person to engage. Um, and on the other hand, the sales team is also doing the same thing, but sometimes those messages don't align. Um, yeah. And so the key is that the sales team is out talking with these businesses. They know what pains that they're facing, the barriers, what's relevant to them right now. And that information can go back to the marketing side, which then goes into the marketing message that's going out to these businesses, maybe even before a salesperson reaches out to them. Yeah. Um, however, on the other side, marketing can write things in a specific way that really get someone to engage. And so a sales team can then also take that same message with consistency and making sure that everyone is saying the same things towards the right people can add that into their prospecting behaviors. They can add it in their emails or things along those lines that help engaged to make sure both teams are saying the same thing. Good. So it sounds like they're really helping each other, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sales helps marketing get the targeting, right? Marketing helps sales craft an effective message. And then sales helps marketing amplify that message by getting it out on the other side. Yes. Good. All right. So um, that's about the teams working together. And then the third thing you mentioned was about tracking ROI. Mm -hmm. um, how does that work? Um, with tracking, 
I mean, again, when you're talking about account-based marketing, you want to see if they're engaging, but you also want to know what are the exact businesses that are engaging. And up until now, a lot of times marketing, um, it's based on did they see it and Mm -hmm. what did they do when they come to the website? But there's also things on the sales side. Are they opening emails? If they did come... Uh, over to a landing page or a website. Yeah. What is the sales team doing after that? So the key in tracking is really from the start of engagement mm-hmm. all the way through to when they actually get into a salesperson hands. Yeah. And then the tracking aspect of that, you can actually couple that back to say, how many of these businesses, these specific businesses that we reached out to, how many of them end up converting based on the efforts that we did on the front end? So I think there's a lot of um, marketers that put lots of emphasis on impressions and clicks. And I don't know how valuable that even is for a marketer on the other side. Do you, is this throwaway data or is there some value in it? No, it's it's important information. Um, and here at Spire, one thing that we try to do though is take that information and actually move them from click to capture to close all the way through. Okay, and how does that work? Well, the clicks, as you said, a lot of it, it's the beginning. What's getting them to engage? What are they clicking on? What are they looking on? What's getting their interest to move to the next stage? Um, and that capture stage, it's really this is where they're they're comfortable enough to say, hey, I want more information. And so you are capturing their information in some way or they're engaging with you. They're responding to something. They're filling out a form. They're downloading something. They're actually responding to something that the sales team is doing. Okay. Um, Um, And then after that, that's the close piece. So this is usually the piece where people miss, you know, on the marketing side, it's the clicks, the capture, but the close is once it gets into the sales hands, um, that could take a little bit of time. And what is actually happening in that stage that connects them all the way back through that string. So whether it's weeks or months or sometimes years, um, eventually these people should be buying something Yep. and being able to tie that back to the marketing that happens at the beginning. Absolutely. Carrie, you've lived on both sides of, of the fence, sales and marketing, as we're talking about today. I know you have a lot of background with marketing um, and now you're leading a sales team as well. And Mm so I'd love to talk just a little bit as you think about sales and marketing people working together. um, How do you feel like maybe marketing people misunderstand salespeople? That's a really good question. Um, I think a lot of times uh, mark, or marketing people don't think that sales understands marketing. Um, so they know that their goal is to reach out, but I think marketers don't understand that salespeople really have a lot of knowledge to give that can go back, that can affect the success of a campaign. Um, as we said, I don't think that... I think there's a misconception that sales just goes out and tries to hit the streets and bring in whatever they can, but they truly also want to make sure that they're bringing in the best fits, that they're filtering, that they have information. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think there's some misconception about marketing um, has the best messaging, that they always know what to say, that they, but sales has a really good insight into what can go in a campaign that helps kind of engage or bring interest to somebody. And that it's like, when they say this, we know that they could care less. Yeah, good. And how do you feel like salespeople misunderstand marketing people? I think sales, there's always, I mean, we've heard it a million times. Sales always wants marketing to bring more leads and marketing always wants sales to close those leads. Um, I think from the sales side of the table, they misunderstand marketers because of the difference in communication of what a lead is um, or things that marketing can actually feed the sales team. Marketing can see what someone might be looking at. Sales 
don't understand that there's a lot of information on the other side that marketing can help feed to kind of make sure that they're reaching out more in a timely manner and about the right things. Both are really pointed toward the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah. But there's there's pressure to get results for yep. both mm-hmm. and how those things are measured. And, and, and I think it can lead really naturally to, to this opposing thing. Oh, and all good. the businesses that we talk to, it always amazes me how many of them operate in their siloed teams. Mm-hmm. Um, very rarely do we run into businesses that are actually holding joint meetings where sales and marketing are sharing this knowledge or discussing a campaign and a strategy of reaching these people, these accounts. Um, they're both doing what they think is doing, are, they're doing right, but very rarely are they actually doing it together. To that end, what are some key things that that savvy marketers, savvy sales leaders that are watching the show, what are some things that they can do to begin to put an account-based marketing um, mindset into their company? Um, I think the first thing is just getting both teams together to make sure that you're on the same page of who it is that you're going after. Um, So as you talked about avatars, yeah, there's avatars, but are your salespeople building prospect lists around the right people? Um, Are your marketing campaigns actually targeting those people? Do those things match up? Um, The other thing is just sharing knowledge and what they're seeing. What are people reacting to on the marketing side? What is sales team hearing when they're sitting down in these meetings? Um, You know, discovering what some of these pains and barriers are. So just even starting out having true discussions around those two things can help move a team forward towards account-based marketing. So Carrie, I want to thank you for uh, taking time today and a really busy day to sit down with me and, and, and talk about what we're doing with account-based marketing. Um, if people want to reach out and learn more about account-based marketing, how can they get in touch? I would encourage you to go to our website, spiread.com, and there's three key pages that I think that you can check out. The first one is our account-based marketing page that really tells you how to align sales and marketing together. Uh, The second would be our targeted digital advertising um, that talks about how we can help you actually handpick those customers that you're wanting to reach. Um, And then we also have a page about ROI tracking, how you can start putting together the click to capture to close. All right. Great stuff, Carrie. Well, thanks for taking the time and uh, thanks for everything that you do for Spire and for our clients. Thank you. Hey, I want to thank you for watching today's episode of The Savvy Marketer. If you're in marketing, um, I encourage you to share this with other marketers and the sales team in your company. And if you're in sales, I encourage you to share this with your sales team and other marketers in your company. The idea is getting everybody working together at the same table. Every episode of The Savvy Marketer is brought to you by Spire. We're an Ohio-based marketing agency. We help businesses sharpen their strategy, get more done, and make their marketing hum. And we can help you roll out an effective account-based marketing strategy as well. Take your marketing higher with Spire. Thanks for watching.